Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. We having fun yet? Yeah, I think so. I think it's pretty fun. Yeah. It's All the things that are going on. Fun. Yeah, that uh, that one person summed it up really nicely from her car. <laughs> fun! Miss her. Do you? I, I miss her a lot. Yeah, she was great. Aww. She was great. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. If you'd like to get involved in the show today, apparently Coke is a little bit less woke now. Huh. I think they learned kind of an important lesson earlier this year. Uh, they were front and center, and kind of the poster child for how a corporation could shove leftist ideology down your throat. <laughs> The company uh, suspended advertising on Facebook in a push to censor former President Donald Trump, published a manifesto about racial equity, and demanded all legal teams working for Coke must meet certain diversity quotas. Uh, Not to mention, sounded off on the Georgia law that the CEO of the company helped write. (laughs) And then after that, after they realized, the oh wait, the left doesn't, they don't like this? Uh, wow, that's a terrible law. What a racist law that was. They were also the folks that trained their employees to be less white. Yeah. Yes, they were. Yes. So then, you know, they got a little pushback uh, from right-minded people. Uh, President Trump, Ted Cruz, Rand Paul, a bunch of other conservative voices uh, called for a boycott of the company's products. And now Coke seems to be shifting gears ever so slightly. Mm. They're not quite as woke as they as they were just a few weeks ago. Aww. It is amazing how that makes a difference, though. You know, we don't like doing it. The right doesn't, as a rule, engage in boycotts. But wow, look at that. The threat from a few prominent Republicans kind of stopped them in their tracks. Yeah. It doesn't matter to me. I'm still not going to buy Coke products. Still not going to do it. Not going to do it. Yeah, yeah. It it kind of feels like uh, if they continue to struggle, mm. uh, they're going to just blame commodities. You know how like Obama yeah, would, would blame Bush for eight years. Yeah. They're they're going to always go to the commodities or expensive card as opposed to yeah, nobody's the, buying our crap anymore. The easy way out. Mm-hmm. We believe we believe now. Here's their latest statement. We believe the best way to make progress now is for everyone to come together and listen respectively, respectfully, <laughs> share concerns, and collaborate on a path forward. Uh, have a conversation. Is that what you believe now? Yeah, yeah we need to have a conversation. Uh-huh. We remained open and productive uh, conversations with advocacy groups. <laughs> there it is. And lawmakers who may have differing views. It's time to find common ground in the end. We all want the same thing. Free and fair elections, the cornerstone of our democracy, oh. which we don't have. <laughs> it's a democracy. Then last week, Koch's new general counsel, Monica Howard Douglas, their last uh, general counsel, left Oh, because of all the crap that was going on. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, told members of the company's global legal team that the diversity initiative announced by her predecessor is... Taking a pause for now. <laughs> oh, is that right? <laughs> Isn't that great? So them trying to tell all the businesses they were going to deal with how to run their businesses and sure. who they should hire. Uh, now they're not going to. So they, they may want to right concentrate now. on their own business for a while. Yeah. Uh, but I think we've already had the conversation, right? They spoke. 
We replied, I think we're done here. Yeah, I think we are. <laughs> so this is what Glenn said. Why, why is Coke taking a pause on all these things? Because you have been standing up. And I, I mean, that is so true. It, we can make a difference. And it feels like, you know, it feels a lot of times like there are, we can't. We can't make a difference. There's nothing I can say that's going to change anything. Mm-hmm. If I, what am I? I'm one person. I can't do anything. No, we made our voices heard on the right, and it affected them. Yeah. And they put the brakes on. I mean, and it's one thing to boycott a beverage that you don't need in your life. It's another right. if it's something like sports. And I'll be the first mm-hmm. to admit that. You know, I'm not giving a dime to Major League Baseball. Am I still watching my team? Yes, I am. Okay? They're mm-hmm. my team. The end. All right? But I'm not paying anything to Major League Baseball. Okay? Now... You figure out that, the mental gymnastics there, that's that's my hypocrisy, okay? <laughs> All right? I'll own it, okay? I'm not paying anything to Major League uh, Baseball. Okay. I am watching the Braves. Huh. Deal with it. How does that work? I don't know, but you can save mm. your DMs. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> so, I mean, just as uh, they were treated poorly by Major League Baseball over a lie, and I'm not happy about that. Mm-hmm. But I'm not holding it against my Braves. Okay. All right. All right. But I mean, you gotta find you gotta find your own line. Everybody's mm-hmm. got their line, and I'll be the first to say that on the surface it sounds like that I'm a hypocrite on this, and I probably am. But my line is not paying a dime to Major League Baseball. Okay. And that's. I mean, you know, but the, mm-hmm. and and the Coke thing proves it's effective, right? And you know. Uh, I don't drink Coke anyway. so Right, that's, that's why I'm saying it's easier. Pretty easy boycott for me to adhere to. Uh, but I do, you know, I have on occasion, I drink Sprite. I like Sprite. Uh, but yeah, I think I'm committed enough not to drink Sprite. Isn't that the thing, though? Mm-hmm. There are some things that are easier something. to do than mm-hmm. others. And it might be almost impossible to boycott all 500 of Coke's companies. But you can make a real impact by boycotting their main brand. That's for sure. By not buying Coca-Cola. It's, you know, been number one forever. Making them number two after Pepsi would, I mean, that would have a massive impact on that company. It'd be so much easier for me if I just didn't like baseball. Yeah, or football in some cases. Because they do this, you know, and if if you love basketball, that's got to be tough right now. Yeah, I, I hate basketball. So let's boycott the NBA. That's yeah. I can handle that one. <clears throat> yeah, I could handle boycotting the NBA too because I'm not that into it. But uh, <laughs> but I mean, it's NFL tough. football would be a tough one. We're human beings, man. I mean, we all have our we all have our pressure points. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah. But there you go. Yeah, there you go. What else you want to boycott while we're at it? <laughs> uh, solar panels. Okay. Well, see, I. Yes, I'm let's boycott, boycott solar, solar panels. I am on board with you on that one, sir. Yeah. Uh, it, of course, is uh, is May the 4th oh, no. be with you Here day. Here go. My may, gosh. May the 4th be with you. It feels like it comes around more than once a year. I know. Time flies. Uh, so the Department of Energy put this out. Uh, we must use the Force. Learn what it takes to be a Jedi of force for change, for justice, equity, diversity, and inclusion in the solar industry during our May 4th webinar. <laughs> Sign up here, and then there's May the link. May 4th webinar. And then there, uh, you, you can see there on the uh, 
uh, on the screen. May the solar force be with you always. Wow, you can definitely tell that there has been a changing of the guard Yeah. as far as the executive branch. Yeah. When they're talking about babbling about social justice from the Department of Energy, uh, change for justice. Justice. Equity. Equity. Diversity. Diversity. And inclusion. And inclusion. That's your Department of Energy. Using all the buzzwords that, uh, that mean you succumb to whatever left-wing ideology is going around right now. If something like that really bothers me, like, what would Yoda say to something along those lines? <clears throat> Since it is May the 4th be with you day. Uh, he'd say, May the 4th be with you? Hmm? No. But, but yes? That, that no. really makes me angry no. when I see something like that, Pat. Oh. Uh-huh. It really does. Like it makes, makes you angry. Makes me makes me angry when I when mm-hmm. I when I see the Department of Energy being hijacked. Does it make hijacked. you fearful that you know yeah. bad things yes, could happen? Yes, fearful is a good one. Because then Yoda might say, <laughs> it "Makes me hate stuff." Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate <laughs> leads to suffering. All right. Well, I'm definitely yes. suffering under yes. the Biden regime. Yes, that's for no. sure. No. Yes. Wait, yes or no? Yes. Wait. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. I'm gonna leads to yes. anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate, hate leads, leads to, to suffering. suffering. Okay. <laughs> we got there. That's what he might say. He might say it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know for sure. But he, well, he's been dead for some time, I think. But so he might not say anything, <laughs> you know, about it. <laughs> wow. Wow, that hurt. I mean, he died a long time ago in a galaxy that's really far away. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's gone. <laughs> it was tough getting to that funeral, too. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Yeah, you had to take some real time off from work. A lot of people loved Yoda, but getting out there... It, it was, was difficult. I mean, please, yeah, don't difficult. be turned off. I apologize. <laughs> uh, all right, the totalitarian elites uh, want to extend COVID-19 lockdowns forever for climate change, of course. David Attenborough, you know who he is? He, yeah. he narrates virtually every nature film that's ever been done <laughs> if david attenborough's on it you know that climate change is in it because he is mr freaking climate change oh boy uh in his upcoming documentary the year earth changed that's not upcoming that's already out that's on disney right now oh uh romanticizes the global lockdowns oh it sure does oh my god i just watched it the other night and uh yeah they talk about how how great it was that human beings had to stay home and our economies had to be ruined worldwide. That was a wonderful thing. The air cleaned up. Uh, the fish could swim again. Uh, the animals could mate again. Uh, it was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. <laughs> oh, would you I mean, recommend they could do, it? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> no. No. Uh, but he, he romanticized the global lockdowns in 2020 for proving how the natural world would do much better if... We weren't here at all. <laughs> okay. All right, good. That's great. Except we are here. And, you know, they're here for us. We're not here for them. Okay? So um, he's got things a little bit backward. But the thing that I did get from it is, hey, the Earth self-repairs. How about that? Huh. Who would have seen that coming? Wow. Yeah, the Earth is more resilient than you're giving it credit for, maybe? Because everything that he's so worried about in two days was completely better. I mean, in India, they have pollution so bad that uh, they can't see the Himalayas that are, I think, 
200 kilometers away, so what is that, 120 miles? Oh, I thought it was 120 if, feet. If anybody knew, you know, if, if there was any way to tell. Uh, so they're about 120 miles away. And the, the pollution is so bad you can't see them. Well, when everybody stopped driving, stopped working, factory shut down, pollution went away in like a couple of days. And all of a sudden, there's the Himalayas. Yeah. Uh, so it's amazing how fast the Earth kind of adjusts and, and adapts and fixes things. And it does. I mean, it rep- repaired the ozone layer. It, it fixed the hole in the ozone. Uh, it swallowed up that massive BP oil spill that was in the Gulf. Remember that? That was something to behold, too. I mean, they were worried about that, wringing their hands. Oh, my gosh, it floated out to sea. Now what? All the dead fish. And then they went back out to look at all the damage and the catastrophe that it was causing. It was gone. <laughs> it was, the, the ocean took care of it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, more oil spills into the ocean naturally every single day than we could ever spill accidentally. And this is a great time for the Pat Gray uh, Renewable Resource Theory. <laughs> and that's exactly what oil I love is, it. a renewable resource. I love it. I just don't believe it's fossil fuel. I don't believe it. I think it's a reoccurring natural goo that happens in the earth. I don't, I don't know where it comes from, but it, it does recur. It does renew. So it's not... Dinosaur bones and no. plants that turned into this nope. thing that magically runs engines? I don't think so. <laughs> nope. I mean, again, for the millionth time, we were supposed to have peak oil in 1920. Then we are going to have peak oil in 1940. Then it was going to be 1960. We're not going to have any oil. We better switch to something else. Uh, we better cut back. Uh, nope, we had plenty. Uh, 1980. Oh, the oil shortage in uh, in 1980s, in the 70s and 80s. Oh, my gosh. Well, that went away. Uh, then it was 1990s. And, okay, we're going to tap completely out here by the next century. By, by the 2000s, we better be on to something else. And then we found massive oil reserves again. And we continue to do that all the time. I've, I've talked about it on this show, how I had a textbook in fifth grade. So I've been... 1987, 88, yeah, Bernie Elementary School, hello, Georgia. So I remember this chart, and it had a list of all of these countries, and it said what year they were going to run out of oil. And I remember oh, the man. furthest one out, I just remember this, just remember that moment, 2020 was the furthest out date. Really? Because there were, I remember seeing 1999 on a country, you know, 2000, 2005, and I just remember, okay, what's the mm. furthest out? When are we going to completely run out of oil? It was 2020. And do you know what country? You don't remember I what? I don't know, man. It was, it was all sorts Saudi of... Saudi Arabia, It was probably. OPEC countries, mm-hmm. the U.S. I can't even remember what the U.S. was. But I just remember long-term, furthest out date was 2020. And isn't it interesting how instead we've got more than we ever had? And all of a sudden they found so much reserve, so much oil that we haven't even tapped into, that we, are, we have more oil and gas than any country on Earth. And then you'll hear the same thing about Saudi Arabia, and you'll hear the uh, the same thing about Venezuela. I just heard something about Venezuela's reserves, untapped reserves, that that's going to last them forever. I mean, they've certainly squandered their ability to use those resources, but they've got a ton of it, and it's because it keeps recurring. It keeps renewing. 
All right. Let me tell you about Tommy John. Uh, Tommy John underwear and mm-hmm. loungewear. Man, I love this stuff. Oh, yeah. The loungewear, uh, I absolutely love it. It's all I wear at home. It is so comfortable to just lounge around in, which is probably why they call it loungewear. <laughs> um, when you're... When you're wearing it, it's just so silky oh, soft. It is the greatest thing ever. God, it's n- excellent. <laughs> it doesn't ride up. You just like the underwear. The underwear doesn't ride up. You don't have that to worry about. Uh, so you really, you can do everything better. And you just feel better. Uh, that's why Tommy John doesn't have customers. They have fanatics. People that absolutely love their stuff. Over hundreds of thousands of fanatics. In fact, yeah, remember they, they set us up when when they started advertising with Pat Gray Unleashed. They set us up with some uh, nice undergarments, mm-hmm. and I will say I was so thrilled with them that I have made substantial purchases plural since then. I am such a Tommy John fan. We're yes. believers. I mean, we love it. Breathable, lightweight, moisture wicking fabric with four times the stretch of competing brands. Fantastic. I again absolutely love it and can't imagine life without it now there's no risk because you're covered with tommy john's best pair you'll ever wear or it's free guarantee right now get 20 percent off your first order at tommyjohn.com unleashed that's a huge discount 20 percent off your first order of underwear and loungewear at tommyjohn.com unleashed See the site for all the details, by the way. Uh, so anyway, these uh, these lunatics like David Attenborough are just, they continue to try to scare us into oblivion. When it's interesting, and they, didn't, they never made mention of this during the whole film, and they continually talking about how things improved so quickly. It's like, huh, wow, so the earth does that by itself, huh? Hmm. Okay, well, that's fascinating. And we knew that this was going to be a test run for the Green New Deal when they when they locked us down. Said, "Oh boy." So now what they want to do are lockdowns when we don't need to do lockdowns, so that you just let the planet heal for a few days or a few weeks or a few months. Or who knows, maybe it'll stretch out to years. <laughs> Eternity. COVID-19 lockdowns produced two, two, a 2.4 billion ton decrease in CO2 emissions in 2020. That's 7%. Uh, this has informed a belief that lockdowns are a viable method of cutting carbon emissions <laughs> by 2050. Here we go. Isn't that great? Measures such as banning private transport, a moratorium on meat consumption. Wouldn't that be great? Uh, just do a moratorium. You can't eat meat. So we got no for a year. No personal travel. Mm-hmm. No meat. No meat. Okay. And ending fossil fuel production, which again, there's no fossil fuels, uh, would be mandated by governments worldwide. Oh well, that sounds fair. Yeah, that seems like freedom, right? That's a uh, choice. You can't choose. Oh well, you can't choose to have meat. No. Now, can you choose to kill your baby? Yes, yes. of course, obviously. Yes. Don't We've be been stupid. Over this. Don't be stupid, but mm-hmm. you cannot choose to eat meat. Nor can you take your own transportation. You got to use public transportation. Mm-hmm. And by the way, uh, we don't want you using any gasoline or okay. natural gas. Any other restrictions? I mean, so far, it's pretty free. It's only three <laughs> pretty things. Pretty free. 
Well, uh, I'll see. We got we got three little things. We got no travel. Uh huh. No meat. No meat. No, no fossil, fossil fuels. fuels. What else do you need in life? Right. What What am I missing? What's up? Uh, lockdowns are a crucial dress rehearsal see? for addressing climate change by reducing consumerism and providing homeostasis. Okay. See. For low emission living. Looks like we're done here. Uh, yeah, we are. Three. Just three things. Three I mean, little things. You can't do that. Right. No travel, no meat, no fossil fuels. Think so? of all of the things you do in the course of a day. Yeah. They're only asking for three of them to be suspended. <laughs> I mean, obviously you... Yeah, stop you, your belly aching. You can't leave your house under this scenario. You can't eat what you want uh-huh. for for lunch or dinner. Well, right, breakfast. Breakfast, most people yeah. skip, right? Mm. Um, hmm. I mean, that's it, right? That's it. Travel and eating. Not a big deal. I mean, fossil fuels, you can't Well, can't obviously heat your home with natural oh, gas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and so you just open the windows, right? Yeah. Which, I mean, here lately in Texas has been perfect. Oh, perfect. Right? I mean... When that humidity just piles yeah, oh, in after you open the yes. door. Oh, doesn't that feel good? What's pretty awesome is when you go out during a <laughs> hailstorm, and then on your way back in, the hail <laughs> just follows you into the house. Yeah, that's fun. Those are fun times. You just leave the windows fun. open, and then you don't have to worry about opening the door for the hail. Good times. Yeah, good times. Other voices prompted this policy in political spheres. Uh, Germany's Social Democratic Party member of oh. Parliament... Carl Lauterbach authored an op-ed urging environmental policies analogous to the restrictions on personal freedom to combat the pandemic. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like it's reasonable. Mm -hmm. UK's Green Party praised lockdowns for providing a vision of how different a world might be. Uh, (laughs) So, yeah, yeah, it's possible. It sure would be. Boy, they're going to do it, too. I'll bet you they're going to try to do it. If we just sit around and let them do this the way they want to, uh, you don't think Biden would be on board with that? He, Absolutely. He'd he'll be on sign board whatever's with put in front of him. Sure, he will. His overlords are already telling him. <clears throat> Joe, just sign it. <gasps> do I get pudding? Yes, yes. We'll give you pudding. You get pudding after you sign it. <sighs> okay. <sighs> He's in prime form, too. <sighs> he had some numbers. <laughs> to talk about yesterday, didn't he? Yeah, he's uh, doing a tax speech. Hmm. And you remember, if there's a number anywhere within the same zip code... He's got a problem with it. And here's what happened. But the last thing Americans with around, with the amount of wealth, needs is another tax break. Wait, we what? To make a choice. <laughs> Stop for a second. Nobody, I, nobody knows, man. He's not even gotten to the numbers yet. What? By the Americans... Tax, another tax. Yeah, it almost sounds what? like he endorsed what? a tax cut or something there. Like, what did he say? Wait, over. Wait, what? Listen to this. All right. Listen carefully the now. The last thing Americans with around, with with around. around wealth needs is another tax break. Pause it. We need to make a choice. I have no, no idea. But the last thing Americans with the wealth and a tax break. Oh, and you skip what? around. <laughs> yeah, the last thing Americans about? wealth around tax break. <laughs> You, what are you talking about? He doesn't even know. He honestly does not know. Five minutes after he speaks here, <laughs> so great. He has no idea what just happened. Right. No question. And he has no idea what's happening right, right now. Right now, yeah. All right. Let's see. The, let's start. The last the, thing Americans yeah. with around with the amount of wealth <laughs> needs is another tax break. We need to make a choice and eliminate the loophole. Okay. Only the gains above for people. Only the gains above people making two million dollars a year. A couple. A rate of capital gains rate for people making more than a million dollars a year, which, by the way, would affect three-tenths of one percent of all taxpayers. 
uh-huh. three tenths of one percent of the top one percent. Pause it and close another loophole. Like- okay, so they're going to pay income tax and capital gains. Yeah, what's your problem? On more than a million dollars. Don't you want them to pay their fair share? Can I just say, though... Again, could we determine the fair share before we start slapping them with fair shares? The President of the United States, I don't know where he's speaking, like, in a dirty basement with a bug zapper and these fluorescent lights humming. Like, I have... Y'all awake yet? Are y'all, y'all good and up but and that's Adam? what's going on well, yeah. and so in the I, background. I was just going to say that like with my podcast <laughs> at themikeshow.com, I have audio issues that uh, when I travel and remotely and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but I'm not the president of the United States. Right. You'd think that some scout team would, would look ahead and say, eh, let's not do it here, or let's, let's bring in our own lights. Hmm. But they've got, like, literally, I, I feel like somebody's probably being tortured off to the side. Listen to this humming and stuff. <laughs> Three-tenths of 1% of all taxpayers. Three-tenths of 1% of the top 1%. And close another loophole, like the real estate investor loophole. The wealthy is simply paying the same rate on their wages and investment income that raises $40 billion a year. <laughs> what? In the next but 10 years. Stop. Hold on. Okay, you got to run that back. So, we got to go back to the beginning You haven't even gotten to the fun yet. I don't even know <laughs> what that was. I, first of all, I, I don't know what three-tenths of 1% of the top 1%. Is that, was that yeah, quote? I, I, I may be... Yes. Is that what I want? No, he did say that. Three-tenths... Of of 1% of the top 1%. I mean, this is always a dangerous game for me to mock Biden's math prowess because I, you know... But come on, he's got it in front of him. He's got it on a teleprompter. You you can't even just read it off the freaking prompter. It's a number. Read it off the prompter. You're not coming up with this out of your head. You're not just making this up. You're not doing the math right now. It's in front of you. <laughs> Read it. Stop trying to do this stuff on the fly. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> All right, let's see that section again. That's a loophole. The wealthy is simply paying the same rate it's on their it. wages and investment income that raises $40 billion a year. Not the best the next man come. What? The reason I'm bothering to do this is I keep hearing on the press, Biden's going to raise your taxes. Yeah, he is. Anybody making less than $400,000 a year will not pay a single penny in taxes. Whoa! Pause it for Whoa, a second. Whoa, good news! That's a good promise right there. <laughs> I like that. Yes! Anybody making less than $400,000, you won't pay a single penny in tax. Wow! I... Your gross uh-huh. is your net. <laughs> I gotta be honest. Thank you, Joe Biden. If you had uh, which president will eliminate income taxes for the majority of Americans, and you had Joe Biden in that pool, mm-hmm. boy, you have a big payday. Because I did not see that coming. <laughs> yeah, neither did he. So, neither did he. That's the unfortunate thing. Uh, all right, let's have him finish this out. The reason I'm bothering to do this is yeah. I keep hearing on the press Biden's going to raise your taxes. Mm. Anybody making less than $400,000 a year will not pay a single penny in taxes. Say that again? Mm. Anybody making (laughs) less than $400,000 a year will not pay a single penny in taxes. And we will not increase the deficit either, (laughs) unlike the last gigantic tax cut, which increased the deficit by $2 trillion. No. It's about balancing the the system and growing the economy. Again, for the billionth time, tax cuts don't increase the deficit in fact in every case in every case they bring in more revenue in every case every time there's a tax 
cut because people do better with the tax cut uh, and do more things with it. And because capitalism works, it just does, more revenue comes into the system. It Giving a tax cut doesn't do anything to the deficit. What does something to the deficit is your stinking spending, you moron. Buffoon. No, no. You remember yesterday you were talking about Warren uh, Buffett and the secretary argument? Yeah. Okay, well, apparently the Democrats are really dusting that one off because here we are go. They? Yeah. Oh, okay, good. Here we go. It means wealthy investors no longer pay lower marginal tax rates than their secretary pays. Okay. The secretary That's in their office. Old lie. Do you want to know uh, what that would do? Uh, that would take that money <laughs> and extend the life-changing middle-class tax know? cut. What that would and put do? it in place for American Rescue Plan and expand child care tax credit. He's gone. To, I mentioned earlier that $1,700 in the pockets of family with two kids for now through through 2025. He don't know. Look, <laughs> he's he like, just closing know. these loopholes by taxing investment income at the same rate we, for, as wages for the wealthiest he, Americans. What? Would have enough okay, to pause extend it for this a second. Again. Okay, we're, we're going to have to carry this over because that... I mean, he doesn't even know what he's I love saying that. here. He's, he's not making any sense looking at the camera. You want to know what that would do? You want to know do what that did? <laughs> what? Can I have my pudding now? No. Is it time? Read. Uh, tapioca this time. Tapioca pudding. Returns. Got some tweets here before we get back into uh, uh, the Biden speech yesterday, whatever that was. Wow. Uh, watch your 17 tweets. You guys want to break the news to the woke left that Coke was invented by a Confederate officer? <laughs> yeah, John Pemberton. Uh, and what was the story? He had he had an injury from and, the war. From the war, and uh, he developed uh, an addiction to morphine, mm-hmm. and so he was trying to um, figure out an alternative to that. Which what what did that lead to, Pat? Uh, him adding cocaine uh, to the cola mix. Wait, cocaine? Cocaine and that's cola. Yeah, that's where you get the name Coke. Huh? Huh? Interesting. Yeah, I would like to see them revisit their uh, their yeah. founders. Yeah, I would too. I would, I would too. Uh, let's see. The original Coke f- formula had a significant amount, a significant amount of cocaine mm. in it. No wonder it was popular. It was quickly limited, and by 1903 or thereabout, uh, it was eliminated from the recipe. So that was even before all the FDA stuff. That was before the FDA existed. So somehow they got that out. Yeah. Um, there, there's a great podcast business wars where they go through the coke versus pepsi battle and i just loved it how like these guys i think it was pepsi that, that sent people in and to this pharmacy in atlanta where they were serving coke mm-hmm. and they would just they would order a coke and they would sneak it out like in a flask or whatever and take it back to the lab and try to copy it and stuff i That's mean great good stuff uh other guy taco melanac <laughs> tweets <laughs> Will that hole in the sky fix itself too? Asking, mm. asking for a tree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it will actually. It will. Uh-huh. Uh, they won't tell you that, but it will. Okay. Attack Yuki tweets: Oil is a naturally occurring mineral from within the earth. 
Rockefeller came up with the fossil fuel nonsense to make oil seem more limited and scare and drive up prices. Man, is that true? I bet it is. Fast forward 100 years, and here we are. Oh. That is fascinating. I like that. We're oh. going to follow up on I'm that. I'm looking it up right now. Got to look into that. Zach Casey Anderson tweets, uh, so will most of the people in Congress pay more taxes since they make over a million dollars? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that something? Yeah, Their salary sure. is nowhere near a million dollars, yet somehow they're the among the most wealthy people in our nation. Yeah, isn't that something? That's interesting. Is there a number, number of people can call Ivan or... Yeah, it's, yeah the, it's, a, it's the number of their stockbroker is, <laughs> is where the congressmen call uh, right. when they get some insider trading info. Uh-huh. Sniff, sniff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so where were we on the tax speech yesterday? Let's play the last part that we just heard for the break, and we'll go from there. $1,700 in the pockets of family with two kids yeah. for... Mm. Now through through 2025. Look, 2025. Look, just closing these loopholes by taxing investment income at the same rate we, for as Tax, wages wait, for the wealthiest tax, Americans. Okay, I got to hear that again. Taxing what and income at the same rate? Wealth, I think he said. Wealth is that what he said? Taxing wealth and income at the same rate. So the money you've already made, that's already been taxed. You're going to tax that at the same rate as the new money coming in? Is that wait, what you're saying? Wait a minute. What is happening here? I don't know. Let's let's hear that again. Family I'm, with two kids. All right. For now through through 2025. Mm-hmm. Look. Look. Look fat. Just closing these loopholes by taxing investment income at the same investment rate income. We, for, as wages for the wealthiest Americans. Okay, pause it. Would have enough to... Wow. Taxing investment income at the same rate as income tax. So almost 40%. So they're going to tax your investments at 40% and your income tax is 40%. Good gosh. Why? Hey, douchebag. Do you know that that uh, the investment money, the money they're investing, has already been taxed? So you're going to tax it again at the same rate you're taxing their initial income. But at least you're not oh going to tax it a third time when they die, right, Pat? <laughs> <laughs> that would be yes. that'd be overkill. That yeah, would be overkill, and they do it, and I'm they're sorry? going to do it, and they're raising they're raising the estate tax too. They're putting it back up at 50%. Madness. It's it's immoral. Why does the government have a right to take all of this money from you? Why? Well, I'll tell you why. Uh, he's kind of explained that already. Because when he claims that tax cuts raise the deficit, it shows you that he believes your money actually belongs to the government. Right. Because they're not allowing you to keep more of your money. That's not what that's about. You're taking money from the government. (laughs) That's income we're counting on. And so if I'm not getting that from you, then you've caused me a deficit. Which even in that mentality is wrong. Because the revenue will increase every single time you give people a tax tax cut. Uh, They refuse to empower us. So maddening. Yeah, they, they refuse they to trust you. Well, why? Because they're Marxists. Yes. They don't trust us. They don't trust the system. They don't trust capitalism and the free market system. They don't trust any of it. I've got to find a Bill Clinton quote because this is just the Democratic mindset. Um, he was in Buffalo early in his term, 
and he was talking about um, I got to find the quote because I, it's it's almost unbelievable. But he just says, yeah, we could give you a tax cut, but you may not spend it as well as we would. It, that's almost verbatim. I've got to find this clip. But it, my God, jeez. Oh, this is the liberal mindset. <sighs> yeah, this it is. is the progressive way of life. It's they don't their trust money. you for anything. No, they no, no, they don't. Uh, and th- they're making no bones about this government stuff either. They're they're telling us that that you need the government, and people are realizing now they need the government. N- no, no. You know what? We need the government to stop shutting down our businesses. That's what we need. They're they're claiming. That people have realized because they're so dependent on these checks now that they're getting from the government that they need the government. Government needs to be big because we need to take care of you. You can't do this on your own. Well, the reason they're getting those checks from you is because you forced their business to close. (sighs) So, yeah, uh, in this particular case, yeah, they need some of their money back. Because you took it from them already. Oh, this is madness. It's really tough to get through. Uh, does he go through more numbers? Does he stumble even How more? How much is left in this insanity, Rob? It's very short. Okay, let's see the rest. Look, look. Just closing these loopholes by taxing investment income at the same rate we, for, as wages for the wealthiest Americans pudding. would have enough to extend this again through 2025. Pudding. Could I get pudding through 2025? No, keep going. I mean, there's more, right? I think that's it. That's it? No, because there was more after that already. We've we've heard more than this. No, that's it. That's the end of the clip. Oh. What, what were you expecting him to say? Just kidding. I'm really all here, y'all. This is what I meant to say just then. Let me I give wish. you a coherent version. That's as bad as we've seen him in a while. Yeah, and Steve Dace he's bad there. here on The Blaze yesterday posited the theory that maybe he's worse outside. You know, and I and I thought there might be something to that. Are these clips mm. when he's outdoors? Maybe, maybe he's less coherent. Maybe he can't see the teleprompter well, as well. Well, I don't know. I believe that theory. I kind of bought onto that for a couple hours, and then that speech happened indoors. And you're like, okay, so much for that theory, Steve. Oh yeah. Gosh, I mean, I he's gone, man. I don't know. I think he just is. If gone. they think they're gonna get two years out of this horse, ooh, no way. Ooh. No way. Ooh. Six months to a year. I'm hanging on to that. I mean, you you've said by the end of the year. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I mean, it, the the smart money is on that plan. He's bad. I mean, that is that's bad. Because all he has to do is read what is there. That's it. That's all you got to do, man. <laughs> Come on, man. We are two and a half months into this ride. <clears throat> oh, it's bad. It's been a horrific ride too. This guy has done more damage already. I think than Obama did in eight years. He's done more damage than uh, just about any president outside of FDR already. It's it's madness. Uh, all right, let me t- take a minute and tell you about Patriot Mobile. Uh, great news about Patriot Mobile. They've expanded their coverage dramatically, so that makes it easier for more Americans to dump their big-name carriers who charge them way too much and then donate money to left-wing causes. That's why I'm really proud to partner with Patriot Mobile because they've never sent a penny to the left and they're not trying to silence you. They're America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. Plus, you can switch with confidence because they use the same network as the larger providers, 
but they charge a lot less and they make switching easy. You can keep your phone number, keep your phone or do new ones of both. Build your own bundle too with multi-line discounts and that'll save you even more money. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash pat and you could uh, also call their US-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. This month, get free Premier activation where they set up the phone for you and you get a special gift with when you use the offer code PAT. So go to patriotmobile.com slash pat, patriotmobile.com slash pat, or 972-PATRIOT. Pat Gray Unleashed. Hey, Pat, I have that Bill Clinton quote. I want to thank... Uh... Gosh, I gotta be able to pronounce your handle. <laughs> uh, I'll conserve a voice, JC. Cool. Okay, so he just sent me this. Um, ah, and the thing closed. Here it is, 1993, I believe it was, Buffalo, mm-hmm. New York, or 1999. Sorry, here we go. Um, oh, gosh, I just had to close. Oh, here we go. I've had some people become very upset with me because I am. Uh, I'm sorry. Blah, 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 blah. Here we go. Uh, Oh, gosh, this isn't the thing that I just had open. But uh, he did say um, that uh, we could spend your money better, quote, because it's not their money. Um, this, we could spend your money yeah, better because it's not our money? Yeah, I, this isn't the, uh, no, just the because it's not their money oh. is the actual quote. Um, Jeez. Anyway, I will find this. I just had it, and I had to go back to the other screen, and now control F. Anyhow. I'll I'll get this. I'm sorry. Um, I'll find it. Uh, Meantime, speaking of Biden yesterday and his incredible performance, um, what's going on here? They they visited the Carters. Yeah, last week in Atlanta. uh, And uh, took a little, a cute little photo. Looks like maybe in the Carters' living room or den or something. And there's Jill with with, uh, Jimmy. Wait, that's definitely... uh, And... uh, the Joe with the Carters for sure. Roslyn, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. That's really them. Yeah, they look like the miniature Carters. In right that picture. Look how Joe's kneeling down. He has to. <laughs> Joe kneel. looks like a giant. And compared he's to her. on his knee. Yeah, and he looks like a giant. <laughs> I can, what, what Come you, on, the jolly blue giant. Doesn't he look extra large there? That's Honestly, really weird. That's weird. What is happening with somebody this manipulated photo? that photo no. to make the Carters look teeny? No, I come think, on, no. Because that was released by the Carter Center. <laughs> that's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. Yeah, that's... Uh, I mean, I know they're in their 90s, but come on, they're not that teeny. Are they? Yeah, and <laughs> hold on. Is this the same first couple, Joe and Jill, uh, who walk outdoors with masks on? Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, the Carters are in their 90s, mm-hmm. and you two just came into this house without your masks on? That's irresponsible. Are you trying to kill them dead? Wow. Is that what you're trying to do? How dare you? Look at it. They're trying to kill Grandma uh, Roslyn and Grandpa Jimmy. That's what they're trying to do. I-, I don't care if they've been vaccinated. I thought that we didn't know yet whether the vaccine protects other people or just you. Huh. I bet the Carters have been uh, vaccinated, too. They have. Remember they were part of that fun yeah. video oh, where right. we got the yep. goofy smile from Jimmy? Yeah, that's right. Oh, and here he is doing his cute little three-year-old thing. Uh, he's going to pick a dandelion for his wife. This is beautiful. That's a weird European-type uh, suit cut, I'd wait, like ooh, to say. Look at this pretty flower. 
Mm, it's no, gone Joe, to no, seed. No, leave it, leave it, leave it. Uh, here, okay, Jill. thank you. Jill, thank the, you you'll so much. cherish that forever, won't you? I will. Okay. Yeah, if, uh, it's for forever three seconds, Joe. Uh, one, two. He did salute, by the way. Throw, oh, yep. She just threw it down. <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. And uh, she threw it on the ground. She loved it though. She you don't think she didn't love it because she did. She loved it. I, I love how she used the. She knew exactly where the primary camera was, so and she great. used that marine yeah, for as, cover as cover. <laughs> exactly right. That's fantastic. Uh, all right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Speaking of killing uh, grandma and grandpa, uh, wow! Some interesting comments from. From uh, Mar- Andrew Cuomo yesterday, uh, this is crazy. Governor Cuomo talking to people who uh, don't take the vaccine, don't want to take the vaccine. Here's what he had to say to you. Who were the groups who were targeting on the vaccination? Youthful and the doubtful. And there is an attitude that so they'll be fine. Why should they take the vaccine? <clears throat> Maybe you will get a long-haul syndrome that we're not really sure what it is yet, but a lingering consequence of COVID. Uh-huh. Or maybe or, you go home and kiss your grandmother yeah. and wind up killing your grandmother. <laughs> wow. From the guy who knows about killing lots and lots and lots of grandmothers and grandfathers. <laughs> How many has he killed? <laughs> I don't know, 14, 15,000? Takes one to no one, Andy. Wow. You know what? You might want to sit this one out, Andrew, <laughs> on the whole grandma and grandpa dying thing from COVID. Yeah, you might want to sit that one out. This guy has no... That's unbelievable. That whole family has no self-awareness. None. Absolute zero self-awareness. If you had just been responsible for the deaths of tens of thousands of seniors, everybody knows it, and in fact... You're being investigated for covering it all up. Everybody knows it. It's been all over the news. And then you're you're also willing to say something like that? The ego of that. It's just it's hard to get your it's really hard to get your head around. That is absolutely astounding. Wow. All right, so uh there you go. Triple eight 93 Here's the here's the quote from uh, Bill Clinton. Yeah. I can spend your money better than you can. He literally said that. Yeah, that's a quote from the Washington Times, I believe. Post State of the Union speech in Buffalo, New York, January 20th, 1999, he was asked, why not a tax cut if we have a surplus? We could give it all back to you and hope you spend it right. But if you don't spend it right, here's what's going to happen. Yeah, and then he goes on to... I can spend your money better than you can. Yeah, so I mean, this... Oh, the elitism is pretty hard to take but there it is thank you democrats uh-huh. thank you triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. more pack grand leashed coming up pack gray unleashed great to have you with us triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three got this tweet from kevin davis i'll support the green movement when they go after the biggest polluter country on this planet communist china mm-hmm. yeah i still won't support the green movement even then. <laughs> uh super intelligent bathroom bull brush 
Oh, there is one, apparently. Okay. Uh, I'm just wondering when Google Translate will have a category for 86-year-old president of the USA. Uh, from <laughs> LK Tax Pro, uh, luckily, I speak fluent bureaucrat. What POTUS was saying was, okay. I know nothing about how taxes work. Just give me all your money. Don't ask any questions. Yeah, no joke. They make me want to hurl tweets so we're supposed to go to uncle sam for our allowance now what determines how much i get well yeah. whether you're a good boy or girl i think that's uh are you towing the line hmm. are you uh not white <laughs> what's that that's an important question yeah it really is well there's a story today i hope <clears throat> we get to and if you're white <clears throat> government's not sending <clears throat> you uh Oh, well, the white farmers thing, right? Yes, the white <laughs> farmers thing. Mm-hmm. White farmers are a little pissed off, actually. And white farmers in the Midwest are suing um, because they've been left out of the deal. Wait, why are we reading news stories from South Africa? Yeah, this isn't South Africa. This is uh, oh. Madison, Wisconsin. Oh, wow, okay. A group hmm. of Midwestern farmers sued the federal government, alleging they can't participate in a COVID-19 loan forgiveness program because they're white Huh. It used to be that you can't divvy things out, like, I don't know, money, based on the color of people's skin. Equal protection under the law? Uh-huh. Or something yeah. quaint and archaic yeah. like that? Yes. Uh, the group of plaintiffs includes farmers from Wisconsin, Minnesota, South Dakota, and Ohio. According to the lawsuit, the Biden administration's COVID-19 stimulus plan provides $4 billion to forgive loans for socially disadvantaged farmers and ranchers who are black, American Indian, Hispanic, Alaskan Native, Asian American, or Pacific Islander. Islander. Uh, white farmers are not eligible. Don't bother applying. Wow. Amounting to a violation of the plaintiff's constitutional rights, according to the lawsuit. Of course. Well, duh. <laughs> Were plaintiffs eligible for the loan forgiveness benefit... They would have the opportunity to make additional investments in their property, expand their farms, purchase equipment and supplies, and otherwise support their families and local communities. Because plaintiffs are ineligible to even apply for the program solely due to their race, they've been denied the equal protection of the law and therefore suffered harm. That's great. You never answer the race question on forms, on documents. You just don't. Uh, you don't want them to say, oh, look how disproportionate the white people are getting this loan or Mm -hmm. this whatever. You just don't answer the question. And now, when you answer that question, uh, you can pretty well count on discrimination. Yes. So you got that going for you now, too. Now, who's who's receiving some of this fabulous uh, money that the government is doling out to disadvantaged people? People that need it, obviously. People that need it. Yes. Exactly right. Like this D.C. pastor <laughs> who used his COVID relief funds oh, no. to purchase 39 cars and a house. I mean, who among us? Uh, right? I like mean, Jeffy- <clears throat> you can't get by on 38 cars. We all know that. Uh, so he's... <laughs> Went the extra mile and got 39. <laughs> 39 cars and a house. I mean, we often say on this program, you know, you shouldn't have to answer, like, how much is too much or whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, Your fair share. Yeah, right? Yeah. Just... Yeah. Pastor in Washington, D.C. reportedly used over a million dollars in COVID-19 relief funds to buy dozens of cars mm-hmm. and a house. 
CBS Baltimore reports that Rudolph Brooks Jr., pastor and founder of the Kingdom Tabernacle mm. of Restoration Ministries. Okay. Love that place to worship Wait, there all the time when hey, we go to Baltimore. What's your favorite one of the Restoration Ministries? Uh, the one in Baltimore. Okay. I love it. I really do. Every time we're in Baltimore, that's where we go. Really? Yeah. Wow. And and yeah. how big's the parking lot? Probably a lot of Not cars in it. Not mm. big enough, I'll tell you that. I mean, when the pastor's mm. got 39 cars parked out right. front. Right, exactly. Uh, it's been charged with federal wire fraud for falsifying documents relating to his application for the funds. He allegedly used money he received from the government to, of course, buy 39 cars mm-hmm. at a house in Baltimore. Uh, Pastor Brooks <clears throat> may have more than $2.2 million seized <clears throat> alongside a 2018 Tesla Model 3. Oh, come on, man. So he didn't get extravagant. It's just the Model 3. What are those? Forty grand? Ah, right. leave him alone. Martin, how much? Martin's always pricing. He's always window shopping Teslas. Martin, it's about much? forty. Yeah, 40? yeah. The, the, it's nicely equipped. It's about okay. forty thousand. But I mean, this is a this is like an oldie. This is twenty eighteen. Yeah, right. but if you want all the bells and whistles, and you're looking at probably like fifty or sixty. Yeah. Would you ever sleep in a Tesla and just trust it, Martin? Probably, yeah. Would you? Just yeah. put it on autopilot, let it go. Just let it go. Let it Crawl do its in the thing. back, go take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's a good idea. It's a good idea. It really <laughs> is. What could go wrong? Well, I mean, we don't have any recent evidence for sure. That no, right. It would say don't do that. Brooks reportedly obtained the tax-funded financial support after the first coronavirus relief bill was enacted March 2020. The bill intended to provide financial assistance to struggling businesses and individuals provided up to $659 billion in forgivable loans to companies that were impacted by the government government's lockdown. Mm. Brooks, who also owns a car company called oh. Cars Direct. Oh, well then. Applied for a PPP loan on behalf of the company in the amount of $1.556 million and allegedly submitted fraudulent tax forms reporting $724,000 in payments and an additional $7.4 million in total unemployment payments to employees. So he got a lot of money from the government. So wait a and second. And it might be up to $2.2 million. Is and he, he selling these cars? So basically he's taking your money, <clears throat> you watching this mm-hmm. show, you listening, he takes your money, gets these cars, yeah. and is reselling them? I'm just, I have no idea if that's the rest of the story. Good day. Uh, sounds like it. Sounds like he's he's yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what he's doing, man. God. Did you get a thank you from him? No, for uh, paying not for at these all. cars and house and stuff. N- not at all. He listed the gross revenue for Cars Direct as well below the numbers he would later put into the PPP application at a mere one hundred and forty-eight thousand. The PPP loan was ultimately approved, depositing a million and a half into one of his accounts. Jeez. Nice. I can tell you one thing, dude. You're talking about isn't wow. a white farmer, uh, right? That's for sure, right? So he's accused of using that bank account and others to transfer the loan money. Wow, nice little scammy. Nice going. job, Jeffy, man. Yeah, he got his brother there, basically. So he bought, uh, he bought a bunch of you know the 39 vehicles, including a Mercedes Benz S Class, two. 2017 Infiniti Q50s, uh, Cadillac Escalade. Oh, no, this is nice. A uh, 2005 Bentley Continental, a Tesla Model 3, the 2014 GMC Yukon XL, and several other 
uh, late model luxury vehicle. But he didn't buy a Cybertruck. Mm, apparently not. Wow. Hmm. That's a opportunity loss there. You think he might lay low and, and buy some clunkers and mix it in, you know? Yeah. Maybe, maybe throw in a Honda Accord or something like that, something less flashy. But no. Nope. No, nah, that's beneath him. Come on. Obviously. Yeah, that's beneath him. So uh, taxpayer costs are soaring for uh, Biden's border surge. Oh, no. According to new contracts, mm. the cost to U.S. taxpayers for the border crisis continues to surge. Well, you know what? We don't have any idea uh, how much this is actually costing. I mean, this is just what we know about. All the clandestine stuff they're doing to cover this up. Yep. Like sending kids all over the country. They are sending kids all over the nation. You know, Ohio, Michigan, Kentucky, all over the Midwest. Yep. And and then just sending military personnel to guard them for a while, to stay with them, babysit them, basically. They're not giving them any COVID tests. Mm-hmm. And then they uh, put them in a bus and ship them out to families once they finally find them. And these costs that the, the, the federal government is reporting along the border, those are in addition to what you just said. You just threw out Michigan, Ohio, Kentucky. All these communities are absorbing these mm-hmm. costs in, in so many ways, not only yep. financially, but socially and, and health-wise. And right. by the way, kudos to Texas. As you mentioned yesterday, we're, we're doing so well with our COVID numbers. And that's after they've released these people into the country. Yeah untested covid positive yes mm. and something like at one point 20 percent of them were covid positive uh and then you're just releasing them into texas cities what do you think is going to happen somehow we've contained that i don't know how it's miraculous really this goes back to that room in the corner of the basement of the white house where they get together on monday morning and plot their destruction of america every week <laughs> what we're gonna do next well, well, what do you got what do you got pat what do you got what do you got tell us tell us what are you laughing about what what should we do what, what? hold on no everybody get this get, get, get in, this get in here okay they just dropped their covid restrictions all over the state. Oh, right? about Texas? Okay. Yeah, Texas. Okay, okay. They just dropped their COVID restrictions and they're doing really well. What we're going to do is send a whole bunch of COVID positive okay. kids okay. into their cities and infect them and the rates will go right back up and we'll blame the restrictions going away. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and they can't object because it's kids. What do you hate, kids? Right. We're buying drinks for Pat tonight, y'all. This is genius. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's what's going on. And they've got That's a map. What they're doing. They've got a map mm-hmm. in this basement room of the union mm-hmm. and they've got the red states clearly marked and then Texas, they put a post-it note on that, mm-hmm. release covid kids in Texas. Next week we go for mm, Florida. We'll do something to Florida next week. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Will that be great? Everybody likes this DeSantis guy. Wait till they see what we do to him. <laughs> okay. All right, don't forget all right, we're getting we're buying <laughs> drinks next week for whoever comes up with a plot to destroy Florida. <laughs> That's pretty bad. It's but and you know you know it's so it's, accurate too. Yes, yeah, absolutely it is. <laughs> you know that's exactly what they're yeah. doing. Yeah, absolutely it is. And then, you know, Kamala Harris, whose job it is supposedly to oversee the border, uh, has no interest in even going to the border, checking out the border, talking about the border. Uh, doing anything about the border. And supposedly she's the one that Joe put in charge of it. Okay. It's it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. 
the Biden administration has spent hundreds of millions of dollars for meals, medical care, legal services, and temporary facilities for those illegal entering, illegally entering the southern border. Uh, the contracts reviewed were awarded by the Departments of Homeland Security and Health and Human Services. And many are just initial awards, as some of the contracts indicate they could reach higher amounts. Oh. Of course they could. Some of the contracts have also also have uh, notations that they could be extended until 2022. <clears throat> <clears throat> Why not? Why not just keep it going indefinitely? The border crisis contracts potentially extending through next year coincide with Vice President Kamala Harris's comments to CNN on Sunday when she told the network it's not going to be solved overnight. This is a complex issue. Listen, if this were easy, it would have been handled years ago. Brilliant. Providing care for adults, family units, and unaccompanied alien children in record numbers is complex. And the (laughs) amount of taxpayer funds being spent is soaring. Mm -hmm. One contract to provide an emergency intake site and care services for unaccompanied alien children was awarded for $268.8 million. Oh, my God. Gosh. Mm-hmm. And under its terms, costs could potentially rise to $579.5 million. Oh, boy. An additional emergency intake site in Houston cost $5.3 million. Uh, that's chump change. That could potentially reach $15.4 million. Still not a big deal. I mean, you're not even into the billions yet. When you get to the billions, let us know. Yeah, your tax okay? dollars at work. In the meantime, we're going back to sleep. Yeah, so... Do you think it's a map that they have in this room, or do you think it's more like a a, a, a wheel of woke or whatever we got? You know, like mm-hmm. you spin this, and then let's see what state we're gonna screw over today. What red state is on our hit list? Oh, Missouri! <laughs> we're coming for you next. <laughs> You've been a little too lax with this. You know why? This is great. Because Missouri is trying to pass a law <laughs> where if you take off through a crowd that surrounded your vehicle in traffic, okay, uh, we're not going to prosecute you. Oh, so this will serve them yeah, right. This will get them. <laughs> yeah. racist. Get in your come up and show me state. We're going to show you the federal government. <laughs> That'll teach them. Yep. That'll learn them some manners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got to keep these states in check. Mm-hmm. Under your thumb, under your federal thumb. Can't take it. I just can't take it. It's a bad time, America. Do you have Oklahoma up there? Because they're doing oh, the same, really? the oh, we'll just, same thing. We'll just add them. I put just a, add them. Yeah, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Anybody just else? Just put them right under Missouri. We'll do them both. <laughs> <laughs> That's a twofer. Oh, yeah. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. The next state to screw over by the Biden administration. Missouri and Oklahoma, we're coming for you both. We got got the Daily Double right there. All right, let me tell you about Omega XL. If you're in pain and, you know, it's not caused by uh, the agonizing news that you're hearing, but instead inflammation, uh, like the inflammation I had in my elbow that was just radiating down my arm, it was... uh, it really was not good. And it changed my life. I couldn't even lift things with my left arm. Uh, and that went on for months. And then I finally tried Omega XL. After about a week, it built up on my system to the point where the pain started to lessen. And after two weeks, the pain was gone and hasn't been back since. 
Omega XL is backed by 35 years of clinical research. They really know what they're doing. And this has essentially an off switch to inflammation. It turns off the inflammation. And thus the pain goes away. So if you'd like something that actually works for you and it's not a drug, something that's habit forming, something you're going to get uh, you know messed up on, this is not it. This is all natural and you're going to love it. Just tiny little gel caps, super easy to take. To get you started, when you order one bottle of Omega XL right now, you'll get a second bottle free. Visit OmegaXL.com slash Pat. That's OmegaXL.com slash Pat or call 800-844-4888. You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. How else would you know about battle calf care? You wouldn't. No other show's talking about bad at cath care. Nope. Just us. You're not going to hear that today. Uh, even on Glenn's show, I bet you don't hear bad at cath care. I bet you don't hear it. I bet you'll hear about the Chamber of Commerce. <laughs> hmm? What was that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you will or not. I don't know if that's on the on the menu today. Uh, got some tweets here. Other guy, Kevin Smallmath Baskert <laughs> tweets... <laughs> Bill Clinton can spend my money better than me if spending means taking the Epstein Express regularly <laughs> and paying for Epstein to kill himself. In quotes. <laughs> to kill himself. Uh, comrade Snoobage, uh, talking about the 39 cars, it's nice to have a different car for every day of the month. Could you imagine having to use the same car every day? Mm-hmm. Yeah, with about eight spares, too, that you could... Right. You got in there somewhere. And you don't That's, even have to use uh, them in the in a course of the month. You don't even have to do it twice. Right. Be pretty great. Cool. The devil's cackle. Uh, what <laughs> wing of the White House does Jim Crow Joe allow his employees to reside in? Oh. Or is it some sort of guest house? Wow. Yeah. Good question. Good question. <laughs> Uh, speaking of uh, the devil's cackle, <laughs> who oh, tweeted no. this to us? Yeah, that's the handle, right? Uh, yeah. We've, we've got some video of uh, Nancy Pelosi from yesterday. Oh. Uh, office and see it. But until mm-hmm. COVID enables you to do that, mm-hmm. I, I brought it here. <laughs> this is a picture. Yeah. This is a picture of my father <laughs> and the first lady, Eleanor Roosevelt. It was the first so time. Had a hearing That's her as father, the right there. Of the District of Columbia. I mean, she said Appropriations Subcommittee. <laughs> as chair of that committee, he was known as the unofficial mayor of Washington. That is a scream. <laughs> Somebody obviously substituted her father for the uh, Satan from the from the dating ads. <laughs> is that really? That yeah. wasn't her father? No, I don't. I don't think that so. was nicely done. Really nicely done. Uh, if, if, <laughs> If you're if Funny. you're listening to the podcast and not enjoying <clears throat> this uh, through your Blaze TV subscription, uh, the Speaker of the House holds up a photo of Eleanor Roosevelt standing next to Satan mm-hmm. from the match ads. <laughs> Here's a picture of my father. <laughs> that's good stuff. Yeah, that's funny. I wish I had that kind of skill, man. Yeah, that's funny. Sheeple's Republic of Massachusetts, Pathead. <laughs> so the undocumented migrants get all the free stuff, but the veterans don't. Let that sink in. Yeah, that's that's not funny. Uh, that's just really sad. <sighs> it's just really pathetic. Yep. And it keeps happening. That kind of stuff just keeps happening. Uh. 
especially under the Democrat regime. They don't care. They just don't care. Um, also, we have this uh, Stanford student. She's a student government candidate who says that white people need to be eradicated. Mm. Okay. <clears throat> All right. That seems reasonable, right? Um, in several tweets dug up from last year, this Stanford University sophomore who's running for re-election in student government re- made racist comments against white people. Is that even possible? Right. Can you? <laughs> Notably saying that white people need to be eradicated. <clears throat> so that's just genocide she's talking about. Yep. No big deal. You don't want to take her off Twitter for that. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure Jack looked at that and said, ah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. That doesn't violate our standards. That's perfect. Yeah. Stanford College Republicans found the tweets posted by Gabby Crooks and began circulating them on social media. Stephen Stills of if you can't love uh, if you're not with the one you love, mm. love the one you're with fame. Do, 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 do. Loved him with Crosby and Nash, didn't you? Plus Young. Oh, no. No, we're not uh, going there. No, sir. Apparently, this is a different Stephen Stills. Oh, okay. A junior at Stanford. Uh, nobody would ever call Stephen Stills a junior. <laughs> uh, he's a junior at Stanford. <laughs> and the president of the organization, he told the Federalist, racism in any form is obscene, mm-hmm. and there's a moral obligation that students need to know this stuff before they vote. <clears throat> yes, I think white people need to be eradicated, she tweeted. Yes, I will go feral over mediocre white men. We exist. <laughs> what? What? I don't even know what that means. What? What is it with the lack of <clears throat> punctuation from like David Hawk? This generation know. really weird just doesn't know where to put periods or capital letters. It's frustrating. Yes, I think people need to be white. People need to be eradicated. Mm-hmm. Yes, I will go feral over mediocre white men. We exist. Uh, she goes to Stanford. <laughs> Okay, and, and no Man, repercussions. Have they lowered their standards. I guarantee you, no repercussions. If she were no a white dude saying oh, that, he'd be out of school oh right now. Oh my gosh, he'd, he'd be have out of his school. house torched. Who knows yeah. what would happen to him? Right, there might be riots actually at Stanford. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, you not you know who's not going to be there for very much longer? Bill with Melinda. Oh no yeah. no 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 no! Yeah, Bill and Melinda Gates getting a divorce. Come on, you two wacky lovebirds, work it out. It's been twenty-seven years. <laughs> right. Get together and just work this thing out. Isn't there somebody you can I don't know help together or something mm-hmm. like some third world nation you can save with the <laughs> new toilet or something melinda. melinda melinda could do that right yeah i need you to look into bill's eyes mm-hmm. and i want you to tell him i forgive you i forgive you for stealing technology that has made me one of the wealthiest people on the planet can you do that melinda that you you're such a fraud but i i forgive you for taking all the technology from xerox and ibm and using it as your own i forgive you because we've benefited from that uh, a lot, yeah. You know, our whole lives, <clears throat> and it's bought us this sixty-five thousand square foot home that takes up most of the state of Washington. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so <laughs> it's been wonderful. 
I okay, yes, I forgive you. Oh, look, see, <laughs> see, reconciliation. See how easy it could be. We got there. We could get there easily. Uh, just remember that sixty-five thousand square foot home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's gonna get? I bet they have to wind up selling it. I bet that's what happens. Oh, is there a market for that? Yeah. Uh, what would that cost? One hundred and fifty, two hundred million dollars. Uh, there's going to be a huge market for that. Should we go have these on it? <laughs> yeah, I'll keep. Yeah, my family can live on one side of the house. Yours can have the other. Can you imagine? They had what three kids? Kids are grown now, mm-hmm. gone. The two of them in a sixty-five thousand square foot home. That's got to be fun. <laughs> I mean, you could Jeez. literally. No wonder they're getting a divorce. They never gonna, see each other at say, their house. But that's just it. And I, <clears> I think on a really big house like that, if you just can't stand your spouse, right? You just, could just hide you could all avoid day. Them. Right? You, yes, you could completely avoid. You them. would literally call them on the phone. Hey, what room are you in? <laughs> I'm in the. I'm on the third. Okay, so you go down. Okay, you know where the you know where the lamp is. Where the the go, the. Uh, do you know where the indoor swimming pool is? Right. You take a left okay, there. That you go straight toward the basketball court. Then you take a right. And <laughs> wait, which room is it though? Which one? It's the fourteenth bedroom, the guest room, the fourteenth guest with room. The leopard print sheets? Uh, no, this this one, uh, this one has the zebra. Okay, I'm sorry, I was motif. At the, I was at the thirteenth. Okay, I'm sorry, you're at the fourteenth. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I mean, they've got Crazy. enough space to just stay out of each other's way. Yeah, they said there's a uh, hundred and forty-five billion at stake here. Wow. Whoa. Wow. Of course, we just went through this, too, with the Bezos Yeah, I was family. wondering if Melinda is going to call Mrs. Uh-huh. Bezos. Yeah. Hey, how'd you do this? Hey, <laughs> you became the richest woman in the world. How did that work? Because uh, I <laughs> yeah. think I'm going to pass you. Do you have the name of an attorney? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. In Portland over the weekend, kind of an intense reaction with the abolish pol- the police protesters. They uh, they put up a roadblock, as they always do. They do this all the time in Portland and in Seattle. I don't know how drivers there put up with it, because sometimes they'll completely shut down the freeway, just standing in the middle of the freeway. Let me ask you a question. When did that become legal? When did, when did it become okay and legal to stand in the middle of an active freeway? And it's okay. Police don't show up and arrest you. (laughs) Well, they're shutting down streets all over the place as well. And they shut down a street in Portland. And there was a driver who wasn't going to put up with it. He was Mm going to drive around them. And so they attacked him. Uh, Here's what happened. He's trying to get around him. And the guy, okay, the guy jumped on his hood. When when did that become legal? Mm-hmm. Okay, first of all, throwing up the roadblock. You're not official people. You're just doing a protest. Does part of the protest mean that you can shut down city streets? I don't think so. And then when people don't put up with it and they try to drive around your roadblock, it's not okay to jump on their hood or to smash their windows. None of that stuff is legal, is legal, as far as I know. You can damage their car. You can jump on top of it, endangering yourself and others. And if you fall off the car while he's driving away, oh, well, 
Shouldn't have done that, you freaking moron. Instead, everybody's pissed off at this driver, and they want him arrested. God, jeez. How about this? Stay out of traffic, stupid. This is why these bills are necessary, like the one they just did in Missouri, the one they, that they did, I think, in Oklahoma, where they made it uh, legal yeah. to drive through these people. Sorry. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can go ahead and, and save your life by driving through the mob. You don't have to stop for them and let them attack your vehicle and pull you out of the car and beat you to death. You don't have to do that. I think that's a pretty pretty good safety tip. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wouldn't do it. If I'm, if I'm pulling up to the mob and they're surrounding my car like that, I'm not going to just let them do whatever they want to my car and to me. Yep. <laughs> no, thank you. I don't care what the law says. I'm going to go through. I'm going to protect my life. And yep. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start slowly, give you a chance to get out of the way. But you better get out of the freaking way because I'm going to keep going. You stop and you're you might be dead. You just really might be dead. You don't know. So you don't know what they're gonna do. Do you pull the do you brandish the firearm before it escalates or after <clears throat> they're on the hood? Or when when do you get to that point? Yeah, that's a... Because that'll clear that'll clear a room, right? <laughs> you would think so. Hmm? You would think then so. You don't have to worry about the dents and the deductible and all that stuff. I don't think I sent this in, but there was a little uh standoff. At a restaurant in where was this? Was it Baltimore? Hmm. Where the guy pulled out BLM showed up at one of those outdoor, you know, patio dining areas, and they started hassling all the people at the restaurant like they always do. So this guy wasn't gonna take it. Okay. And he stood up and he pulled a, a pistol out of his pocket and pointed it at them. Well, they they started they stopped because they were gonna hassle him even further but they he stopped them in their tracks and then they just started yelling at him and they said you're not the only one who's who's armed and sure enough apparently they had security there with them and they had ar-15s with them so they show up and uh they have a little discussion with the guy with the pistol and one of the employees of the restaurant i mean these people are heroes and one of the people who was a protester talked both sides down and it ended without anybody getting shot, which is great. Mm. But I'm not sure what you do in that case. Yeah, that's I, that's risky. It, it is risky. That's not that's not a situation where you're trying to <clears throat> flee, right? You're trying to get out of there with your car and you have right. the means to do so. True. But at the same time, if you're backed in a corner, I, I, I don't know this video. I don't know how threatened he felt. Uh, but um, I think it's just, you know, there's a difference between being threatened and, and the harassment that right. they're doing. The harassment, I don't think they've hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. Have they? Dur- at any of these restaurants? I don't th- I don't think so. Not that I know of. And that's what they want. They want you to pull your weapon. They do want you to. They want you to, to yeah. be on CNN for yeah, uh, a three-day news cycle. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, a crazy right-winger blows right. a hole through an unarmed protester. Right. That is that is what they want. They don't want to be the one you blow the hole through. Right. But they want you to do it to somebody. But I think if they're actively attacking your vehicle... In the flow of tr- in the road, yeah, that's eh, a different story. They're crawling all over your car, reaching inside your window, throwing stuff at you. It's bad. I don't know how they get away with it all the time, and nobody ever seems to be arrested for this. Mm-hmm. I I don't know why. Sounds like a healthy republic we're living in, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Doesn't it though? Mm-hmm. 
Let me tell you about Rough Greens. Um, I've been talking about Rough Greens for quite a while now. This is a uh, supplement to your dog's food. It's a powder you sprinkle over your dog's food. Really easy. And with that really easy act, you're providing your dog with essential vitamins and minerals, probiotics, omega oils, that kind of thing. And most dogs, certainly mine does, they love this stuff right out of the gate. Um, And I hear stories all the time about dogs who just can't get enough of the rough greens. But there are some dogs who take a little while to get used to it. So the first thing that rough greens wants to know is if your dog will will eat this if they'll get used to it and if they'll they'll take to it like mine did and eat it so you can get a free bag of rough greens right now for your dog to try out all you have to pay for is the shipping of it just go to roughgreens.com that's r-u-f-f greens.com i think you're gonna love this if your dog uh loves it as much as mine does it's gonna be so good for your dog because They'll get all those vitamins and and minerals and all the things that help them to be really healthy and active again. Roughgreens.com or 833-ROUGH-DOG. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, The pastor in Alberta was in the news again over the weekend <laughs> with some inspiring words for Canadians. This is the guy who uh, is always telling police to get out of his they church. your way of life and they want to take it away from you. That's why they're here. They're not here for freedom. They hate freedom. <laughs> they hate everything that is just and holy. That's why they're here. But we're not going to give more attention to the hyenas. We eat hyenas for breakfast. <laughs> Gross. I don't want a hyena for breakfast. Seems like that'd be a little tough. Yeah. It'd be tough we meat. We a pack of lions. Oh, wait. And lions never bow before the hyenas. <laughs> we shall not be moved. We will not bow. Mm-hmm. We will push. The harder they push the harder we will push until until one day we shall get back our rights Mm. we shall be free again please get out get out of this property (laughs) immediately get out i don't care what you have to say out out (laughs) get out this property you nazis out i eat hyenas for breakfast uh, they do too. They they every time we've seen one of these videos, the police do in fact leave. <laughs> so he must be standing on somewhat solid uh, legal ground. I mean, that's I guess that's what you got to do. Yeah, right. And he does. How how else every are time. we going to get our freedoms back if you don't start standing up to this nonsense? And again, they kept showing up on Sunday when they're about to worship, which is really uncool. And I think that's what set them off so badly. Um. But also, we've got, um, in the middle of all of this stuff... Is it a a compare-contrast type thing we're going to do here? contrast and compare. Okay. Uh, Watch this reporter (laughs) who's about to do, I don't know, some COVID report or something. Uh, And then somebody from the community shows up (laughs) taking issue with whatever it is the reporter's doing. I have no political agenda, sir. 
I really don't. What about all the that I know does either? We're purely objective journalists. Uh, yeah, you are. What about <laughs> truly, sir? From the bottom of my heart. Okay, I'm I know. A political dog in any. Okay, what about all the what about all the compilation videos where they show thousands of newscasts We've in every this. city all mm -hmm. reporting and mm -hmm. saying the exact same yep. thing? Yeah. I, I, nobody tells me what to say, sir. But what are there's compilation videos on YouTube and Twitty, Twitter. They got millions and millions of views for every reporter in every city at every station. They say the exact same thing word for word. How do you explain that? Yeah. I, 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 I don't know what you're referring to, so uh, I can't. Oh, of course, of course not. you don't. Of course you don't. Okay. I know. I know. Okay. All right. All right. Mm. Have a good one. You too. Thank you so much for your time. It was Thank nice you. To chat with you. It was great talking to you. Have a good one. Put your mask on. Watch out. The virus <laughs> is going to get you. Oh, why do you got to wear You didn't have your mask on the whole time, and now you're putting your mask on. Because <laughs> he's got to go to do There's a live guy, shot. He's been standing here the whole time without his mask. Here's his camera dude with no mask on, <laughs> but here he is. Now he's still trying to scare everyone. Now he's going to put his mask on while he reports. <laughs> Keep spreading that fear, buddy. <laughs> Keep spreading that fear. Why didn't you have your mask on before? Now he's not talking to me. Why didn't you have your mask on the last 10 oh, minutes? Oh, he's so defeated. So huh? They're uh, asking us to wear it per guidelines for television. To oh, oh, so you're told what to do. <laughs> Exactly. You just told me you weren't yeah, told man. what to do. You just told me you could do whatever you want. I said I was told that. I wasn't told what to say. Oh, oh, you're just told what to wear. <laughs> I'm trying to follow and set a good example. Oh, okay. Set a good Thank example. You. Is that what it is? Okay. Sir, I, I appreciate it. Can you please can you please let me do my job now? I like filming phonies. <laughs> What's your name again? <laughs> Phony? <Kaplan. laughs> yeah, go somewhere else. Uh, <laughs> and they do kind of just wrap it up there at that point. This is how we started the show today, talking about boycotts, right? And that's mm -hmm. not what the right does. And the right doesn't confront and accost people. But my gosh, we are mm. at the breaking point. If you ever want to see freedom again, the way that pastor is saying we can get it back, it's by doing stuff like that. I'm sorry, that's where we're at now. You've got to make people uncomfortable. And, and it is so phony that he's he, no mask on. And then during the report, I'm going to put this mask on. Like, I wear it all the time because I need to set an example for you little people. You little people who don't understand the situation, I need to show you the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. The television reporter needs to be our example. <laughs> uh, the television reporter is not my exemplar, Okay. <laughs> That's not who I'm going to follow. It's pretty uh, outrageous that they believe that they are the people that we think we need to follow. I mean, this reporter <clears throat> is an actor, and he's part of this large play <clears throat> that is, it's got serious consequences that's mm -hmm. affecting your quality of life and your children's future. It seems it seems like a minuscule thing. Let the reporter do his job. I got it. That reporter's about to take a live shot here. And he could actually, if someone sees him without a mask, mm -hmm. someone on the other end of that tube can go, you know, hey, maybe we're getting back to normal here because normally I see this guy in a mask. But, hey, maybe I'll start going outside without a mask. And then it just They don't want you there. to think that. No, though. they do not. They don't want you to think that. I think the sadder picture there, not only was the guy a sheep with a microphone there, but it was also the boarded up mall behind him. Uh, that yeah. was where he was doing his live shot. I mean, that's yeah. him. It sounds extreme. I got it. Dude wearing a mask doing a report is what leads to the boarded up mall, mm -hmm. which leads to unemployment,
which leads to dependence on the government, which people are not taking jobs now because they make more money sitting at home getting a check now from the COVID relief thing, which leads to a dependency, no freedom, and the next thing you know, your children's future is very dark. Police were called to a Nova Scotia restaurant on a report of a COVID-19 lockdown violation. Scary. So it was a scary situation. Uh, because apparently a customer was illegally seated at a table. Can you imagine I such a we thing? Can't, we can't, 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 I can't even fathom it. In Nova Scotia, they must be completely... They must still be shut down in the restaurants. You can't eat indoors oh, in Nova Scotia. Canada is Canada's a nightmare right now. Completely gone. Yes. They are gone. So the alleged illegal customer that was seated at the table and police were called uh, turned out to be a mannequin. Oh, look at, okay. <laughs> look at this. See, There's what, a shot of the mannequin. What a world. Somebody walking by uh-huh. saw somebody else enjoying freedom to the point they had to call the police say, there's someone in there they don't have a mask on they're eating at a table oh my gosh go and do something about this i cannot stand this i cannot believe this and look at there's two patrol cars outside yep. they wasted their time yep because a mannequin is at the table mm-hmm. so that people wouldn't sit there they'd go somewhere right, else that's why the owner put the mannequin there because just... they're doing the social distancing thing yes <laughs> jeez <laughs> Mike Cormier, the owner of the Ardmore Tea Room in Halifax, said police visited his eatery after someone called to report someone was dining indoors at the facility in violation of shutdown orders. (laughs) Officers got out and were looking in the window, and I saw her looking at the mannequin. (laughs) He said he went out and spoke to the officer who confirmed a caller had apparently mistaken the mannequin seated at the table for a human customer. I'm glad they ratted on the guy. Yeah. That's important. That's important that they ratted on this restaurant owner. COVID. Hey, I think there's a person, one person eating inside a restaurant. Yeah. One person, you're really, even if that was a human being, you're that concerned about one person sitting alone in a restaurant eating and we've learned that so co- pathetic. COVID passes over you if you're sitting down, so you need uh, to back off, Karen. I'm going to tell on you. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to have anybody in there, let alone just one person. I'm going to I'm going to tell. <laughs> I'm going to tell, gonna, teacher. I'm going to tell. <laughs> okay. You, you do that. You tell. Go tell go tell somebody about uh, it. <laughs> COVID <laughs> and masks and lockdowns. That has just created a society of Karens on steroids. The owner says, please don't call the police on us. We're only open for takeout and delivery. No eat-in. It's a mannequin to help with social distancing. (laughs) And how frustrating is that for this restaurant that's only open for takeout and delivery? They can't have people come to the restaurant. Mm -hmm. You know they're not making the kind of money they need to be making based on just takeout and delivery. There's no way. There's no way these restaurants can be getting by on this. Well, they have enough to purchase a mannequin sir <laughs> maybe they owned the mannequin previously sure or somebody loaned it to them so you're on the side of risky behavior yes got it yes i am mm-hmm. uh but it's ridiculous uh, uh i'm gonna i'm, I'm gonna tell that, that just, <laughs> i'm gonna you, tell somebody's so pissed off that i'm, I'm gonna tell 
I'm mm -hmm. calling right now. Look at that. I'm going to call right now. Okay. Oh, see? There's the restaurant's... Refresher. Uh, why they're safe when you're sitting. Yeah, it doesn't even need to have a mask <laughs> on the mannequin. And it is interesting because even in Texas where the restrictions are off, almost everybody has the mask when they go in. They sit down. Immediately the mask comes off. But they're sitting. So we all know the virus is, is shooting over their heads. The minute they stand up, though, they have to have the mask back on because uh, they could get hit right in the face with the virus. I don't know if this is... Uh, the same story in all of the country, definitely not the Northeast, I would imagine. But what is so great is when you walk into these places and you don't have a mask on, now people are getting to the point where, oh, I'm among friends, and they see you, sans mask, pull their mask down, and then you go about your <clears throat> business. Yeah. That's what it's going to take. Yeah. Set, set, reporter guy wants to set a, an example with the mask, you set one without, okay? What would that be like? See people without their mask again. What would that be like? You could actually see somebody smile mm. or not smile. Yeah. You could know their expression. You could know whether they're pissed or they're happy or whatever. It, wouldn't that be something? Things we used to take for granted. Now you can't tell at all anymore. Hey, Martin, can you leave your, just be safe. Leave your mask on. Just, just to ride out the storm, okay? Just, would you do that for us? <clears throat> yeah, I guess. I don't think Thank you, you like that. Sorry. <laughs> You're not in here often. I have to pick on you when I can. Other places than Twitter. <laughs> uh, all right. Tomorrow, because we didn't get to it again today, we, we got to talk about this juror. Oh. Who, of course, was vowing impartiality in the George Floyd case. Uh, but he had been to a, a BLM rally <laughs> wearing a BLM shirt that, by the way, said, uh, I think it said, I can't breathe. On it, like right? It was definitely related to George Floyd, but he says the rally wasn't about George Floyd. Oh, get your, yeah, right. Get your knee off my neck. <laughs> Nothing to do with George Floyd, though. They're a little worried that this could affect the, the trial outcome.